Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 137 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I am here with my increasingly chaotic co-host. Please introduce yourself. I'm the very well-mannered co-host, <laughs> Mary. Uh, she, Hello, she, Crisis she, Hackers. She's actually chaotic, actually. She's I think a, she's very well-adjusted. Uh, I think somebody needs Ooh, to mute their computer. That's, that's Mary. See, <laughs> see, chaotic. I was right. That was a clone of Brett. Because actually. I had to show you Willy Wonka thirst traps. The, I'm sorry. See what I mean by chaotic, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Now <laughs> we're disgusted. Yes, uh, like the whole. I vibe, just had to throw you guys off the vibe. <laughs> the whole the whole vibe of the show is off now because I had to watch Willy Wonka yeah. thirst traps on TikTok. Yeah. It's an Mary force fed <laughs> us Tide Pods right oh, before we went man, on. Man, it's uh, not not good, my friends. By the way, that voice you heard <laughs> there and that you see drinking his. Uh, his mm. tea up here is our mm. co-host for the day. Please introduce yourself, sir. What's up, everybody? I'm the author and host of Tales from the Inverted World. You have a name, too. Oh, do I? Yeah, you do. Oh, no, not today. No, uh, okay. No, I am Shane Cashman, who yes. is the author and host of Tales from the Inverted World. Perfect. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, how's the book coming? <laughs> the book is a few chapters from being completely done. Completely awesome. done? And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'll be done by July. Oh, it's coming up. It feels really good. Yeah. How's the channel doing over there? Like you're, uh, we're catch- we've been catching up to you over yeah, here. I know. Uh, uh, we're gonna start like a race. We and, should. Uh, we yeah. should. We should have a count. No, we'll you get- guys will beat me like quick. I, I only have. Uh, I did. I have done so little on the page. I don't because know. Well, book is out. It, yeah, it's, it's gonna pick back up once the you guys put out comes good up. stuff every day. And I'm gonna put out like ten. 10 weeks of material that took me six months to write. Yeah, medium <laughs> is the message. <laughs> he does like a lot of stuff though. We're over here just complaining yeah. about uh, everybody else going on in the world. That's, uh, uh, that's just, that's just what no, we do. But I'm excited to, to start sharing this stuff. It's like, I'm, I'm super proud of this book. So I'm excited to, uh, Send it out there finally. But until then, we're going to talk about awful stuff going on in Hollywood because that's what we Good. do here. Perfect. Uh, first thing we're going to talk about today, guys, we're going to talk about uh, Marilyn Manson and Evan Rachel Wood and how people are kind of um, they're taking a new approach to this now. Where there's like a, what they're saying is that the Depp fan base from the trial is now migrating over mm. to to that case because there some people see some semblance of similarity between those two cases. We are also going to talk about uh, kind of like where Johnny Depp's career goes from here. That's kind of 
of uh, I thought that was very interesting. And in the, in the big one here is uh, how big it was um, as far as like viewership, mm-hmm. which uh, the numbers are absolutely uh, insane here. And what, yeah. I, I, when I looked at some of these concurrent viewership numbers from Long Crime, uh, and then we're also going to talk about a possibility of a recession in entertainment because we are going towards that, that here sense. and uh, for all over the place. So why shouldn't it happen <laughs> yeah. in entertainment as well? So we got that. We got some very funny stuff for Podluck today, which I wish we could make full segments out of. But it would just be me laughing the whole time, and I don't think anybody wants to watch that. So uh, if, you, if you guys are ready, we will just get into it. Are you ready, Mary? I'm ready. Are you ready? Born ready. All right. So it says, Marilyn Manson fans target Evan Rachel Wood in echo of Depp Heard trial. So this is uh, this case has been going on almost I mean not as long as uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard have been in basically uh, litigious, prob- you know, uh, back and forth since 2016. This stuff kind of came out in the last couple of years. Uh, and if you don't know, we'll go through and we'll kind of give you like a an overview. But basically, what it is is that Evan Rachel Wood has claimed that uh, Marilyn Manson or Brian, what's his his real name? It's it's Brian really funny. Warner. Brian Warner, which is like the most <laughs> normal name. It's like when ever. rappers. Yes, you, you he's name. just the epitome. Of like the white guy who's yeah. really, really, really desperate to be interesting, and he's not. He is not. No, it's upset. Man, Mary always offends me. Yeah, always that he's desperate. You love my Marilyn favorite Manson. Marilyn Manson. You're such I'm a biased. freaking millennial. I'm biased. I, my first band was a Marilyn Manson cover band. So <laughs> I didn't know really? that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and, and to be fair, I would say Marilyn Manson is more of a Gen X thing than a millennial thing. Really? Uh, yeah, get your generations get right. Get your generations well, yeah, he's right. Right. Um, so it says, uh, so basically he's been accused of that they dated when she was 18 and he was 37. I saw one that said when she was 19, one that said when she was 18. The point, uh, the fact of the matter is here is she was very, very young. Mm-hmm. He was much, much older. He's a celebrity, which means he was going to g- always going to be allowed to get away with uh, more than your average person. Um, but it kind of just speaks to like what we talked about yesterday. The the stuff with Ezra Miller is far more like just... J- for me, just far more egregious because it started so young. But uh, me and Mary were having a discussion off camera earlier about whether, you know, uh, <laughs> can these people be trusted to date anyone that age? No. Can they, they be cannot. trusted to date anyone? Celebrities no. are obviously exceptionally antisocial. Uh, not mm. antisocial in the way that they don't want to connect with people, but antisocial in that they're not socially developed people. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say like, demonic. <laughs> that too. Well, they are, but they, I'm just saying it. They are not able to integrate in society yeah. and and right. have normal relationships. Um, That's the why fame, they feed on themselves. The fame right. walls them off in a lot of ways. And Once I, you reach yeah. a certain level of fame, it walls you off from polite society in yeah. a way. This uh, article and like the discussion around it, I don't understand why we have to make. The comparison, anyway. I don't. Let's say I I think it's a reach. I think this whole thing is a reach because it's like, oh, it's a celebrity, and they have an age gap, and then there were allegations of abuse. What I think is, um, there is a connection to them, and I don't know. I don't think they even mention it to to, uh, Manson and Depp. They don't mention an article. I don't think. Because you know that they're no, there is a, con- a connection to friends. Manson and Depp because they're they brought it up during the trial. Okay, that uh, they they um. Herd's lawyers brought up that right. they did like recreational drugs together. He gave him and, pills, and because the uh, Manson is now persona non grata, that was supposed to be like guilt by association right. during the trial. Right. Even though, like, just because he knew that, uh, uh, just because he, they did drugs together, does not mean that he knew that he was abusive towards women. Right. At least without any proof to the contrary, I, I, could, I have no idea. And then that ridiculous tweet um, where Marilyn Manson was standing 
next to Amber Heard and they were like, look at his face. <laughs> he knew the whole really? time. Oh, my goodness. So it says Wood 34 <laughs> has been Amazing. sued by former fiance Manson, who's 53, after publicly alleging that she was subjected to domestic abuse at the hands of the shock rocker during the relationship. There's like the there's the claim that he basically R worded her during while filming a music video. Where yeah. it was supposed to be simulated uh, right. sexual intercourse and yeah. ended up being real sexual intercourse, which is the most Hollywood. Like, where were the where were the intimacy it's coordinators? Giving James right. Franco's yeah. uh, <laughs> sex scene masterclass. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah seriously. We f- we find out that like uh, Marilyn Manson took that class and like <laughs> like he's like I want to learn. He how was to the have. only male student. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, that's it's not funny. <clears throat> it's not uh, funny. Uh, it says, uh, with another celebrity legal battle set to likely dominate headlines, the social, lan- the social media landscape is already uh, in a rise in opinion-based coverage on the case across various platforms, much like what occurred versus Depp. Uh, that are heard versus Depp trial. As if these net, as if these places like Newsweek aren't just full of opinionated yes. BS anyways. Yes. Like that's my it. favorite part. It's like they're so elitist <laughs> that they're like, well, it's only cool. When, it's only okay when we give our opinionated. Well, We're part of the authoritative news cycle. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this is one of the, these things that says, given a taste of the flavor... Uh, okay, we're going to go down here. It says, it would appear that Wood is now on the cusp of receiving similar attention online with posts on the aforementioned platforms being TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, uh, piling up over the last several days. Uh, giving a flavor of some of the posts thus far, one 41-minute video was shared to YouTube on May 31st titled, An Amber Heard Sequel, The Hoax Against Marilyn Manson vs. Johnny Depp is, is Marilyn Manson is Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp on steroids. So I, I actually think that that's, these cases are so vastly different. There's n- almost nothing similar about it. The, the thing about the Heard and Depp one is she was so unlikable mm-hmm. and she got in with the audio recordings with her saying what she said, it made it so easy for them to paint a very clear narrative about good and evil. Yeah. And this one, it just falls back on the 2018 trope of you have to believe women or you're uh, a right. bigot. Uh, of some sort. Do I think he was probably extremely um, messed up? Oh, I absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, when I, when Johnny I look Depp at, or Marilyn Manson? Uh, Marilyn Manson. Okay, yes, when I look at that yeah. picture, I, but then if, if I was 18 and I looked at Marilyn Manson, I'm like, that looks like a well-adjusted young man who, would, <laughs> who, does, who treats all women with respect and behaves in nothing but the kindest fashion to all people. Right. The age difference to me alone is just gross. Well, these days you're, you're not allowed to judge people based on how they look. I can, so. I can judge him based on whether I'd listen to his music as a performer or not, but whether I'm going to judge on whether I want somebody to be a romantic partner, yeah. you know, you might make that first assumption and, and maybe you walk away. Maybe they are the nicest person in the entire world. Yeah. Hasn't anyone ever seen the movie Wayne's World when they finally meet Alice Cooper and he's extremely yes. articulate and, uh, you know. It's it, funny you went there because that is what Manson looked to to become who he yeah. became. It bothers me in, that so. they... <laughs> It seems like the the draw is like I'm gonna be the only person who understands this super complicated individual, mm-hmm. but like he's not complicated at all. He's actually really a boring person mm-hmm. who puts this appearance on. Why do you think he's boring? How do we know that? What's interesting about Marilyn Manson? I mean, well, I'm a, I like his music. What is your favorite Marilyn Manson song? Uh, I go back and forth. I really like uh, Hollywood. Okay. Which he wrote after he was blamed for Columbine, which wasn't even true. Yep. Um, I got into him during like I love uh, Great Big White World, mm. you know, from Mechanical Animals. But I, I just find him as, as a writer, he, like as his his writing I, I like. 
it's like introspective and i'm a, I, like i've brought up before like i'm rather obsessed with hunter s thompson hunter s thompson was close with this guy and Depp. so there's that weird like trifecta of weirdos mm -hmm. do i agree with this behavior hell no but i think he created music that was thank you oh my goodness um, <laughs> all right, now you're just being. Um, oh my no, goodness! I, uh, I feel like one of these dollar bills is gonna land in your tea. It's good. I think it's so. coming right for forward. me. Um, but I, I, I think I just liked. I always like people who push the envelope a little bit, whether or not I like Thank him or you. not. I just don't believe that he did push the envelope because his angle was always opposing a system right. that had been dismantled before he even rose to so fame. So I think you might not have been alive when he was doing that though. Cause 20, how? Might not have been alive. I was not, I was not alive, not alive so, at all. I, two decades ago, it was a bit shocking. And, but I also agree now when people do what he was doing 20 years ago now, like what Lil Nas X is trying to do. I immediately thought of Lil Nas X, but just, I was like, dog. Now it's hilarious because it. it's, it's silly. We've seen it Thank before. Thank you. And it's not like Manson was the first to do it either because he looked at Kiss and uh, mm -hmm. uh, who did you say? Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper, um, a Christian man, by the way. Yeah, very, absolutely. And That's... now, you know, look at Manson and like, I don't know. I, I, I can't wait to see what happens in court. We'll, we'll pick it apart at that point because now it's just hearsay. But um, I do see him going to like these Sunday service things with Kanye. That's a whole other hot topic. Mm. But like that's to me is interesting. Someone who is this antichrist superstar now going to like gospel, whether or not we agree with that or not, it is some type of development. It's always it such true a, or not. I don't know. It's also such a holly. It's such a package of like, yeah. you're still an entertainer at the end yeah. of the day. And that's like, uh, yeah. uh, most of the time, like I don't buy that they, that he leaves stage and he looks like that, uh, um, you know that he goes home and he just lives in his normal house and does normal things. I don't know, but uh, no, I'm more interested in the fact yeah. that people are like migrating over now and making this one now about it. So I need to ask: Is this just? Is this because we as a society are just suffering and we're looking for anything possible to distract us from our lives? I think people's personal lives are becoming more dysfunctional. Um. That's just my speculation. I don't have yeah. evidence. That's my intuition telling me that like in a time of recession and yeah. unrest. Well, yeah. And I, when yeah. we don't have good distractions even offered to us in the media, mm -hmm. now we're kind of uh, addicted to what's the next dysfunction in other people. Mm. It's almost like this is the like, observe and, and opine on. I was like, cause uh, I'll, I was watching an old razor fist video where he's talking about how uh, the superhero genre is dying slowly. Uh, and he, talk, he goes through various decades where film, where different, uh, thank you. He goes through various decades of, of different genres of movies. You know, film noir had its decade, uh, the action movies of the 80s. And he goes through all of the, how all of these genres have their time mm. and then they slowly fade out and die. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're in a unique time where both superheroes have extended past their life expectancy mm -hmm. just as technology is changing. And I was wondering, like, what will be the next genre to overtake and we're watching it like it, it used TV. to be like we're going to talk more about docu-series today all that stuff like i think it really is like people are just uh, they're sick of like be whether it's because you see everyone's actual lives on tiktok and social media they don't want fake anymore they want to see actual human beings actually suffering but then they want mm. immediately after to have that actual human being actually suffering recreated 
by other actors. Like I was thinking of like the O.J. Yeah. Simpson case that they just redid a few years ago. The people versus, people versus O.J. Simpson. Right. Yeah. Right. Like we, we, but we always love the court stuff. We like watching yep. people's lives get picked apart. Like what Mary said. And I think that's going to, that's, we're starting to see like uh, the average person will wilt and wither backwards if that's them analyzing the average person, but seeing it done yeah. to a celebrity somehow makes them less than human to us yeah. in a way. Like yeah. you can, like you said the other day, like people feel okay um, like ragging on Amber Heard partially because it's societally acceptable, but also because she's a celebrity, they feel a certain amount of distance between them. So it's this weird cohesive mixture of both the real world and, uh, and something that they can see as like yeah. a weird form this, of art. I, I, I believe this is nothing new. And this, this is, is where the fan This is what I, this is why I keep coming back to the, the that the depth fans mm -hmm. are, uh, are, are now latching onto this case. It should never be about Depp heard uh, Depp fans and heard fans. Right. It should be about truth. who wanted the truth to come out. So just the fact that it became a team sport speaks right. to how kind of ghoulish but all of this. What is. I was going to say is like, I don't think this is anything new. I think humans always do this. Yeah. And um, I think about like, when I look at celebrities in Hollywood, the way different people see different celebrities differently, the herd versus Depp stuff, it's like Greek gods. Mm -hmm. And like there were different cults to different gods and they would war and we're doing the same thing now like the gods would always you know hook up break up kill this person do that do this and uh we're always just obsessed with uh thinking of things that are supposedly greater than us and tearing them down so i want to read a little bit of what she said before before we move on so it says this is her quote this is uh from a while back but i just want to i tried to develop uh, put a little bit of context into it. thank you and you're going to uh, read it in into, her voice i i'm not gonna i don't know what uh evan rachel wood sounds like <laughs> so uh she the 30 year old the 30 year old then likened the two instances of sexual assault and violence to a mental scar that i feel every day Quote, my experience with domestic violence was this, she said, the toxic mental, physical and sexual abuse, which started slow, but escalated over time, included th included threats against my life, severe gaslighting and brainwashing, waking up to the man that uh, that claimed to love me. Are uh, wording me, are uh, wording what he believed to be my unconscious body. So we heard, uh, uh, very, remember when we talked about Elvis and the stuff? Yeah. Uh, like it feels like this, like that type of uh, sexual deviancy seems to be like the largest, uh, like connecting force between almost everything in Hollywood, mm -hmm. and it blows my mind. It could have been time. worse. It could have been cannibalism. It uh, wouldn't I, be Army Hammer. He's got that cover. Yeah, Army, even that both is bad, just another right? example of like this is my thing that makes me interesting. Yeah, and you yeah. Said I text message women things that, that make them laugh. If it's true for do for both stories though, because I still don't know the truth. Yeah, for both of them. It's the hardest part about this yeah. is that I don't know. I don't know as much um, about it. And there's so much right. time has passed since just don't know since this happened. I just so. don't know. I just I, I I feel icky that I even have to be out loud second. I know any of these things. Yeah. I shouldn't have to. But since mm -hmm. we've seen so many lies through the corporate media, through Hollywood, of course, you have to. Yep. Because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a dummy again. You have to at least ask que at the very least you yeah. have to ask questions. You yeah, can but be if you compassionate. Do that, you're, a bad person. you're a bad person. Yeah, yeah that's well, that's the world we live in. The theme of stories like that is like the banality of evil, but then the banality of discussing the banality of evil <laughs> over and over again that's the title of your book i think we're on to something. <laughs> the banality yeah. of discussing the banality of evil yeah i think we're on to something here I like that. <laughs> so I, I i would be interested to know what the general public's 
uh, it, I, obviously the people who are super big Depp fans who like who have kind of gone uh, gotten out of uh, touch with like what was actually supposed to be gained from the trial and made it kind of a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Not I'm not saying that's all of them. I'm saying that some people did yeah. that on both sides. And, yeah, and the and the herd fans were just as weird. Just as that's just my personal take on it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where the public discourse falls on this as it goes further. I don't think it ends up making it anywhere near the same size of trial. No, well, no. I, not even close. I think Manson is an easier target if it's i don't know if they're that's not to say the allegations are false or true but just Less seeing what people they've will done be willing to, to was also just years. a greater volume of allegations 16 different women yeah. came yeah. out against him right. versus what right. was it two uh yeah. women for for depp one yeah. and a half the other one was like well, yeah kind like of, half-hearted uh, still, <laughs> like, yeah he was kind of bad I'm still, <laughs> right right i still like the court of like actual court yep and the court of public opinion shouldn't sway that and I've seen that many accusations against presidents, and I have to just say, I don't know. Anecdote should never dictate truth. Yep. It has to be picked apart. Absolutely. I, don't, I just don't know. Okay, uh, we have some super chats. Do you want to read the super yeah. chats? Hava Owens said, weirdos, I tell you, folks. Hollywood is gross. I thought he was calling us weirdos at yeah. first. Uh, Gee, thanks, yeah. Hava. Thanks, Hava. <laughs> um, Ashton the Slytherin said, if you watch any interview with him, he's very articulate. It's always funny because that that seems to be like a an aspect of those uh, of people who who have the shocking persona. Mm-hmm. It becomes part of their like the dichotomy of who they are. Like they're yeah. they're like they they want you to be surprised. Like oh he spe- they speak right. so well. Like uh, it's, it's like, like praise me praise me a fish for swimming please. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and of course a, a Slytherin would like Marilyn Manson. Yes. Uh, <laughs> come on. Perfect. Uh, John Lee said, "Please no more celebrity court cases. I don't care about these weirdos." I'm with you, but to me, uh, but the views. Be, they, they, it's the, it, covering it is one of those things where, uh, thank, thank you. you. Uh, I see it as kind of a, a way to digress, like, uh, like to digest where the public opinion and things are going right now. Yeah. Remember, this, when Me Too happened, uh, all of that came to a head uh, around the time of Kavanaugh, which was not our area, you know, it was around that time, which led into Harvey Weinstein. So there are court cases that are spread out intermittently throughout all of these experiences that are supposed to, uh, I guess, uh, what stand in for what public opinion is if, mm-hmm. if all goes well, or is that's what they would like to see happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it feels like court cases are always going to be inevitable. Uh, in yeah. these and unfortunately I think even if the celebrity stuff, cause I also am disgusted by celebrity worship, mm-hmm. but it is important because it does have certain implications, even on, even these types of court cases for, you know, people like us, you know, anyone, yep. you know, just live in the, in the world, like, uh, like the Covington kids, yep. you know, like, uh, the news can say one thing that's completely untrue. And at least there's some precedent in, in like what happens in when the lies are spun in the media. Absolutely. There was uh, some more. Yeah. Joseph Fazio <laughs> said, uh, I don't know what you meant to say there, but I'll just say bleep Brian Warner. <laughs> he mm-hmm. and Jory deserve it. I don't know who Jory is. I don't either. Jory, oh, so Jory is, uh, or is it Jordy? No. Nope. It might have, it says Jory, but it might have meant Jory. If it's Jordy, that would be uh, Manson's bass player. I don't know okay. if that's, I'm not seeing it. I don't know. Okay. Um, who also had accusations, and I don't know about that guy. Mm. Listen, I don't, I don't doubt for a second that they all did awful things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I just also am I questioning. Also, I also ask questions because they made it. Uh, they made a documentary about it. 
uh, right. which if there's financial gain to be had there, I have to at least ask questions as to whether, you know, they're like, sure, maybe some of it's true, but maybe there's embellishment there because you think the movie will do better. Right. And I, like what this also reminds me of is like that uh, Leaving Neverland documentary about yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah. It was like, I don't know the truth, but what I do know now, what we all know now is that those people who made those accusations, who made that movie, I guess it's all been debunked, whatever yeah. they were saying. Yeah. That shouldn't take away from the, whatever might be credible accusations, but if that's how a lot of people are basing their opinion on Michael Jackson, then that's false. Yep. They have to return to the to whatever the other accusations mm -hmm. might be that are credible. All I know is like people are obsessed with peeling back the curtain now. Yeah. Yep. They're Maybe this is the death of Hollywood. Well, we're, we've kind of been watching that in slow yeah. motion for, for a while. That's exciting. Now. Or at least uh, maybe... It's barely even been born. Hollywood True. going through a, its True. own unique transformative process yeah. right now it's, into it's something we just young. never knew it before. It's, it's just been born, but it's gone through so many changes too. It's crazy. Yeah. Think of like silent film and how quickly silent went to sound and they just keep destroying whatever came before it. Yep. And here we are. Uh, Mayor Mercules said, just because you are articulate doesn't mean you're smart or a good person. Manson is just a weirdo that should have been left in the early 90s. Agree. Disagree. Agree. <laughs> we could have dropped him off at a Hot Topic somewhere and been done with this ages ago. Make America uh, Hot Topic again. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Hava Owen said, it's a distraction campaign and it's not that good. <laughs> it's definitely not. Yeah. It's definitely not so nearly true. as. Right. It's because Manson and Evan Rachel Wood are just not the actors that Amber Heard and Johnny Depp are. That's that's the problem. Right. So like I, I was saying this during the trial and I stand by it that people were into the opportunity to dunk on a woman finally mm -hmm. for accusations they believe to be false and that's cool and everything but like she was made a scapegoat it is a thing that happened yep. right or wrong yeah it's um, a bummer i think people are willing to dunk on anybody in, in hollywood now but it doesn't make it right though either way uh, certain I people think. have armor uh, on them that yeah. they're, they're allowed to be free from criticism look at ezra miller like even, even oh, yeah people well, we're just guy. hoping that like finally i well people are so repressed nowadays yeah. not allowed to speak out um they just were desperate for an opportunity to finally criticize a woman just because out. you can't criticize women yeah. anymore yeah. Um, have a Owen said toxic relationship dragging everyone into it again. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, and what we're going to do is we're going to keep, we're going to just keep on this topic a little bit. Cause I want to get into just the, uh, we started with, you've, we've kind of already started what we were discussing about how they, mm -hmm. uh, they, the, the public fascination with this trial, which it really was, it was, uh, I don't know if it's not a once in a lifetime thing. Cause I think OJ was kind of the same thing in the nineties, but it is very similar. It says mm -hmm. insatiable thirst for Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial broke viewing records and uh these are some insane numbers that they pulled down here so it says the story of two hollywood stars squaring off in a real life courtroom drama certainly captured the attention of the u.s and the world over the past few weeks millions of people all over the world tuned tuned into johnny depp versus amber heard uh to the johnny depp versus amber heard defamation trial in fairfax virginia as the proceedings were televised daily producing hundreds of viral moments and endless social media discourse not to mention the memes the memes and the videos are still flooding my timeline all the time it's just like who still is 
into this trial. This it's is like so been last so week. long. But we also complain when people don't have long memories and when people just move on to the to the current thing. Yeah. And that, so people are holding on to it uh, for dear life. So it says uh, uh, law and, the Law and Crime Network have revealed that their broadcasting of the trial broke viewership figures in an unprecedented manner. Get ready for this. 3.5 million live concurrent viewers during its coverage of the verdict. Mm. Uh, in the it's a, and then across uh, across all of its platforms, the network saw viewership fifty times higher than before the trial began. A spokesperson told Newsweek after dominating news cycles and social media for the past six weeks, the trial ended with a jury finding that Heard had defamed Je Depp. Uh, they go on through that and thank you. Uh, and they've moved on and they have now have uh, two point three million new subscribers on Law and Crime. Like now they gotta like now they gotta desperately People start. People made their careers off of this, and yep. I don't know how they're gonna continue. Yeah, that they're momentum. gonna. They're trying to get the Manson one. That's in it. So <laughs> that's what they're gonna. Which do. is ghoulish. Yeah, it's uh, so ghoulish. It's so oh, but we're, we're, we have a ghoulish, hideous nature as human beings. Uh, I just had a really stupid moment when I was about <laughs> to Google um, how many people tuned into the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. But it wasn't televised. Right. <laughs> you can't watch right. something that's not televised. What on Interesting. earth? Interesting. Uh, speaking of distraction campaigns. Mm. Uh, so it says uh, statistics from stream charts found that the trial broadcast had amassed 83.9 million hours watched over th uh, with a 3.5 million peak concurrent viewers. So think about this. Uh, one of the things that I, I hear a lot about in society nowadays is like I don't have the time to like I have to work my job and I don't have time to to build like I can't advance in life because I'm so busy. I, I've got things to do. I've got mm -hmm. I've got to go to work. I'm too tired to to start my own business. I'm too tired to do this and this and that. I'm like, but somehow we as a society find time to watch other people humiliate themselves uh, in yeah. court cases on on Twitter on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Schadenfreude. Why, why do we do that? Schadenfreude. So, it, other people's pain makes us feel better. Do you think that's? I mean, I think some people. Yeah, that's why we like America's Funniest Home Videos. I I hate that. Like I've yeah. just never been. The I type, agree. Um, the type of person who like to see other people um, suffer. Yeah, I guess you want to see people like, land the trick. Like well, when, how can you say that when we have a show like this? But even when we talk about it, we don't try to be one sided. I think you have a show because there is a crisis and we're yeah. talking. Like I, that's what I thought at least. Like yeah. it's not like we're reveling sure. in, the, in the torture. But sometimes there's but it's also, chaos. This is also and we work. like talking about yeah. it because it's funny. But yeah. it's also but this is work. Like I don't sure. know if I, just, I would have. Spent I don't want to pretend that I don't like no. drama. Drama is, I think, different than what's happening when people. Like what Brett's saying, yeah, make we, time to to just bathe in the torture while they're yeah. literally taking a bath or something. Like we're trying to have a, a conversation about it, and we're interacting with people who also care mm -hmm. about it. And it's like, yeah, okay, it's funny. This is ridiculous, but like, there's something underlying it all that I think is more important. And, and yeah. I was actually not necessarily referring to this because I do think of this as more public interest. I was thinking more of just people that like to to see other people not succeed or like uh, right. in like, general. In yeah, general. I understand what you're saying. That's in that's. That respect, I was not. Yes, yeah. but um. There's, I don't want to um, make it seem like we're not. We a, think we're, we're above, above it yeah. all. <laughs> we are not. I'm trying to make it seem that way. Yes. No, that's, <laughs> I don't know about you two. That's what I'm trying to do. So uh, I do like seeing the downfall of certain celebrities. I mean, I did just cheer for the death of Hollywood, though. So that's well. I like it. That would yeah. be bad for us because then we'd be we'd be out of a job, kind of. No, sort pop. Of, like, I think pop culture is what will fracture transcends. into other things. Okay, it, it would evolve. Yeah. It would evolve yeah. past. It has right. to. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, so I, I do want to keep, so, so we know, just when you think about it, so there was 83.9 million uh, hours watched 
uh, 2.5 million people watched the verdict mm. and had uh, they added uh, millions of subscribers. So what does this mean for Depp? What happened with Depp? Reruns of the court trial. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, More whatever. W's. Depp is winning, uh, is, is continuing to win. And the funniest part here, it says, uh, Mary asked me the other day, she goes, what's with all of the documentaries? All the, the biopics out the here. the biopics. So Johnny Depp is making his return in a new docu-series Good. spotlighting a, a real-world drug smuggler. So he's getting into the world what of... What is going on? It's, it's like, like I said... Well, the, All of the, the docu-series, the biopics... Uh, Everything. It's all about peeling back the curtain. Yes, and mm. we're gonna go in this because goes, we know something's ugly, and we know. And this goes mm-hmm. further. So first, we'll we'll do this. It says, actually, you know what? Uh, we'll come back to this and we'll talk to this after. Already, uh, Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard docu series to feature Depp lawyers Camille Vasquez and Benchu. They're already making the the docu series for this trial. Wait a few years, Lord. Just wait a few years. No, it's hot. Dude. You gotta strike while it's hot. They, that's that. They're obsessed with it, dude. Well, here's the thing. I don't think you can stray. I don't think any the, the viewership will come anywhere near for the docu series that the tr- the actual. Who is interested in watching a docu like a fictionalized docu series about something they just watched fi- on it's TV? Not, well, is it, it going to be fictionalized? Or are you going to like not talk fictionalized. To them? So it says yeah. It says they're going to talk to them. So it uh. says uh. Camille Vasquez and Ben Chu aren't finished talking about their clients. Uh, Johnny Depp's they're defamation trial. They're so like trial. self-indulgent. Camille Vasquez especially really bothered me. The Why? her tone. And because she's good at her job and she knows it and she's like kind of leans. I don't know it. if she is good at her job. I when I saw that clip of her um, questioning heard, she was like, uh, Mr. Depp got you that role in Aquaman, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of question is that? I don't like that? seeing you lash out at this woman. And what <laughs> what does that question have to do with the trial? She right. obviously... It was relevant to me. She has the hots for right. her client. <laughs> um, she's yeah. she's trying to get clips of herself posted on Twitter mm. so that people will be like, yes, Queen Slay. <laughs> I don't like Camille Vasquez. <laughs> So it says uh, the Johnny De- the Johnny versus Amber follow up will present extensive evidence in the testimonies of both sides and it's confirmed to include Vasquez oh, yeah. and Chu. <laughs> Speaking about the trial, each of the two episodes will present one side of the argument along with key submitted evidence and witness testimonies to essentially leave it up to the viewers to decide which one of the two they believe. You know what movie was like the biggest, greatest metaphor for all of this? What Human Centipede? Never saw it. <laughs> I never saw it either. But the image, you know the image, yeah. right? That's what all this is. Everyone's just eating the last person's crap. That's that's And they're just pumping it back out. So it's going to be from Discovery Plus. Uh, so it says, when we commissioned uh, Johnny vs. Amber for Discovery Plus, we knew they were tackling a very sensitive case, but one with huge global profile and interest that would resonate with our audience, uh, says Claire Laylock, Senior VP of Planning and Insights and Head of Entertainment at Warner Brothers Discovery UK. I can already see David Zaslav, uh, like Zaslav over there. He's cutting departments left and right. He's like, what can we cover that will make us a crap ton of money? <laughs> Buy stuff to do with Herd and Johnny Depp. We need it because the Flash is out here uh, getting in trouble every day uh, and nobody is going to want to watch that stupid Plastic Man movie starring the girl from Ghostbusters uh, answer the call with Leslie Jones. They're, they're making a... Um, I didn't see that. Okay. Dude, uh, t- Leslie as, Jones, that's a name I haven't heard in years. As an aside, yeah. I want to point out that I do believe that most of the excitement when it comes to like 
geek stuff seems like really forced Super these days. Super astroturf. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying yeah. about um about there's a, there was a, a tweet that comment. There was a tweet because we're going to talk about. I, I'm probably not even going to mention today. They're made. They they, they 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 announced the sequel information for Ghostbusters Afterlife, yeah. and it's it just says My Firehouse. Excitement is beyond <laughs> rational no thought. thought. Oh, yeah. Lord. And I just I read that I'm like. I loved that movie, yeah. and You're I'm not like a real ta- human being, and I'm tacitly like oh, interested. Sounds like Mary's into the bot theory now. <laughs> it, it, <I> like, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way." Like, it's it's the same thing when, when people talk about Star Wars these days. I'm like, yeah. nobody's actually really excited about Star Wars. The, they're just do they doing just what they're enjoy told. Enjoy saying, "I'm so excited." Yeah. Yes, the, we've we've hit like a wall of hyperbole that they don't know how to leap over yet. So they're just everything's <laughs> got to be so <laughs> hyperbolic. They're like, "I can't like, wait I to see." Love people. Yeah. I will kill like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, I can't wait to see like, I can't wait to see Black Adam I'm like you didn't read Shazam comics growing up right no you did you not you can see right through it like you, you can see right like, through you, it. I mean maybe you like and even if you okay here's the other thing okay so you did you're still not that excited over like the 9,000th superhero uh, okay. origin story but Let's look at it on the flip side. If they are, that says a lot about how sad life is. Yeah. Right? If they are that happy, like my oh, wife's boyfriend so said, "Is <laughs> it Mary?" Like, like my wife's boyfriend said, "I can go see Shazam on opening weekend." That's what they would. That's what they're going to be thinking. He would give me a Nintendo Switch. He would give you a Nintendo oh, Switch so you can pose, goodness. do the stupid pose. Oh, my so, uh, so they're making a docu series on it, and Johnny Depp is going to be making uh, a series about a guy named Boston, uh, Boston George. So it's about a guy named George <laughs> Jacob Young. Young. Hmm. Uh, according to Deadline, Boston George is set to appear on the 22nd of July on Fandor, a streaming service that nobody's ever heard of. Um, at least maybe somebody in the comments has heard of Fandor, but I have certainly never heard of Fandor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outlet reported that Depp will appear in several interviews throughout the, si- throughout the docuseries. Maybe he's going to be channeling his character from Blow. Oh yeah, so th- okay. So, oh, oh yeah, so it says Depp, Depp played uh, Young in Blow. Is it Jung? Young? I, I haven't seen Blow in years. Yeah, which, according while. to IMDb, is the story of how he, uh, along with he, along with the Medellin, uh, the Medellin ca- uh, cartel, the Medellin cartel, uh, headed by Pablo Escobar, uh, escaped to uh, establish the United States co- cocaine trade in the 1970s. That was the, is that the one where they were like, pl- like pilots for the CIA. Remember that? Uh, yeah, the, the one where Tom they were Cruise like did a movie on that no. one too. I think. Yeah, okay, or, that's that's what yeah, it was. I think that's the one. Yeah, it says he smuggled cocaine from Colombia to the U.S. for several years in the '70s and the '80s, assisting the cartel per deadline. He was released from prison in 2014, and when he was arrested in 1994, he died in 21. So at least he's passed on, Mary. You don't have to worry about it being another oh docu series about somebody who's still alive, like the Madonna one. You ever see yeah. the image of? I, I I believe this is the the story of. Escobar when he was on the run and the photo yeah. of him outside of the White House. Yeah, where he poses in front of the White House. So good. It's really good. With his kid. Yep, yep. He's, uh, I, I forgot about that one. So it says, uh, heard never named Depp in the op-ed, blah, blah, blah. So his career is clearly going to be okay. Uh, granted, more than okay. More than yeah. like It's it, going to be booming. It will. It will Until uh, the docuseries. And <laughs> that, that reveals <laughs> the tr- where it pulls back the curtain <laughs> yeah. on, on Johnny Depp. <laughs> Uh, so he established 10 million TikTok followers within 24 hours of posting his first video. Yeah, can we show this, this TikTok, uh, I, I think, please? I, I don't like. Uh, or at least I'll wait. Read is that out. what you were showing us before? We, was that him no, I'm gonna. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's he's doing Willy Wonka thirst traps on TikTok oh, and he's getting millions Dude, of followers for it. That would be hilarious. No, but um, hold, it was just. Hold. We're gonna I'll it. I'll read um the caption after. It just looks like a monument to like narcissism. He's like, they love me. They really love me. 
I hate this stuff. <laughs> I hate this stuff. I'm like, I'm glad he won. Whatever. I do want to meet who the like the like he like he's like uh, he's such a boomer. He's totally got a guy making this stuff. Right. Yeah. Amber Heard's looking for a job. It's not like it's not like Britney Spears who like make clearly makes her own Instagram posts and, and clearly yes. <laughs> um, so his caption is to all of my most treasured, loyal, and unwavering supporters. We've been everywhere together. We have seen everything together. We've walked the same road together. We did the right thing together, all because you cared. And now we will all move forward together. You are, as always, my employers. And once again, I am whittled down to no way say, to no way to say thank you, other than just by saying thank you. So thank you, my love and respect, JD. Please. Well, whoever wrote that was uh, very well spoken. So that. Was a lot. <laughs> that was a, that's, a, that's too much for TikTok. So he's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't the boomer know that you don't need to write that much, Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So we will, we'll, we'll see where this goes. It, that, that, it just reminds me. I know, I know we won't get too political here, but I, but it reminds me of the, the weird like parading of Kyle Rittenhouse after his trial. Yeah. And like I know he's already a, a famous person, Depp. But like I just don't like. Even if I agree with both, both the way both cases what came up uh, came about. Yep. I don't like this weird stuff we're into. This worship is, uh, it's gross. The celebrity worship has always been one of the weirdest things to me. Like yeah. I, I can appreciate the art form. Uh, at least, at least we're, if we're talking actors, like certain performances speak to me. Uh, talent, yeah. the talent of an actor speaks to me, but like right. it feels like there's a, maybe it's because of social media and the the kind of way we people have formed these parasocial bonds with mm-hmm. people that have no idea who they are. Right, like that's that's when just, I see uh, we did the right thing together, all because you cared. Like cult. I don't care that Very much weird. actually. Like there, uh, there were some super chats in there. Yes, there were. Let's see. Uh, Waffle Sensei said, for the record, the Maxwell trial was in federal court, which the law does not allow to be recorded. Yes. Okay. So, so that's their excuse. Yes. Uh, So, um, Um, Hava Owen said, don't worry, you guys are great and not weirdos. We will. Thanks. I I don't really believe you. Uh, Mary's pretty weird. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm the weird one here. Uh, also, I'm seeing some major simping for Camille Vasquez. You guys are bothered. What, what you don't like the you don't like the Camille Vasquez simping? I mean, I get why you don't like her, but they're you mad. Like they're they're, oh, they're mad that you're yeah. that you're that you're calling. I think out. one of them said Camille Vasquez has forgotten more about life than Mary could learn. Yep. Wow. Well, <laughs> we'll have to test that one day. We'll have to test that and see if that happens. All right, all right. We're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about the. Uh, the economy right now being what it is this oh, is nice. uh, yeah yeah this is luckily i am not an economist but anybody who goes to a gas pump mm. or is buying supplies to build anything knows that things are not going all that well and that why shouldn't that affect uh hollywood mm-hmm. right and we, also if you're seeing more goths yeah. running about the, you know uh, that's uh, what, a sign I'm of recession too that see more goths running about that's because uh, we we had a, a what was it the other day what was the article it was like goths are a sign of the upcoming recession right there were other things too but that was the main just because we had them in the 90s is that what we're looking back towards um i mean they referenced like the visigoths it, uh, for is. like the What's fall the of rome oh, oh oh yeah and um then they they referenced like goths oh in goodness. the 80s okay all right. Is Visigoth true, true, true. The, the, there's like a recurring theme on like television shows that use the name Visigoth as a name for like motorcycle gangs? It's a great <laughs> on name. multiple shows that have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> like we're like to the point where I saw it on one. I'm like I could have swore it wasn't this one where it I heard that. Cool. Well, I always wondered about the etymology of that. No, yeah, it's kind of it kind of is reminiscent of what you're saying about the goth thing. Um, we, we we talked a lot about like in the last inverted world volume. Um, 
the uh, the beautiful ones for the 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 lab right, lab mice that they would put in the these like utopias you know about mm. this and they would no. let the population grow and move out of control and at a certain point when the population was booming and there was no more space they these these mice would emerge that they called the beautiful ones and they stopped caring about mating and all they did was sit there and groom themselves. Tim references this yeah. pretty frequently. Yeah, and then mm. and then the society would collapse because uh, mice would turn on themselves and start eating their young. Mothers would abandon their children. Mm. It was totally crazy. Um, yeah. So that's the goths are, I guess, our beautiful ones. They are, <laughs> which right. is a Marilyn Manson reference. I was I was wondering if that's for Mary. I was wondering yeah. if you were pulling that back to. Marilyn I didn't mean Manson. to, but I, I found it there in the end. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So it says recession fears uh, may force Hollywood giants to change their tactics, which. You know, they could do with uh, making a few changes here and there. Uh, but it says, as J.P. Morgan CEO, Ch uh, J.P. Morgan Chase CEO, Jamie Dimon, warns of an economic hurricane headed this way, most media and entertainment companies have yet to take cover. Uh, Demand's prediction uh, made during a June 1st analyst conference comes as, a inflation, as inflation remains high and keeps growing, right? Uh, the war in the Ukraine pressures global commodities and the Federal Reserve appears poised to keep raising interest rates. Well, you know what happens when you print trillions of dollars and then uh, lock everyone in their homes for two years. Mm. Uh, uh, while the U.S. added 39, uh, 390,000 jobs in May, according to the latest jobs report, that strength might further the Fed's plans to hike rates in order to keep inflation under control and in doing so may create a recession. So they're, they're, they're setting the scene for what you know could lead to this here. But it says, ask for the potential of a slow uh, of a slowdown at a recent analyst conference company executives have largely dismissed the impact with movie theater chain cinemark holding to the position of being a recession proof industry how can a movie theater chain say that the government helps them with the amount of <laughs> movie theaters that there, was, there was there was bailout type stuff for amc so many of That's them true. closed down uh and at least came very very close to shutting down permanently in the past couple of years, mm -hmm. that's a ridiculous thing to say. Like, like, uh, there's an argument to me, or at least there used to be, that like porn was like a recession-proof industry, right. uh, as it proved time and time again mm -hmm. that that in those indus that industry would just grow and grow and grow right. and grow. And even now, that's like oversaturated because of the democratization of the internet and Only the ability dance. for people to do it without. Yeah. And uh, again, in the last two years yeah yep. yeah uh so it says a recession is far from assured with the fed continuing to try to thread the needle to reduce inflation uh jp morgan colleague david kelly told cnbc on june 3rd that he thinks that there will be a soft landing well they've been making that uh i, I love it remember it's like it's like the meme with the guy putting the the note the the clown nose on his face. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. inflation. Like inflation yeah, yeah, is yeah. transitory. <laughs> inflation is like, it's not that. And then the last one, it says like, <laughs> why inflation is a good thing. He's got the full costume. Yeah. Full clown. Yes. This guy's going uh, full clown. Yep, it says it's a say high gas prices are a high class problem. It's a good, well, you know, if you've got just drive, just drive a Tesla. Yeah, dumbass. Or there's like, I can't afford to go to the movies. They're like, just buy a movie theater. Right. Just right. buy. Why don't you just make buy your a movie own movie? Theater? Just make your own movie yeah. at home. <laughs> don't you have a self? It's like that uh, when when they released Diablo. This then. They said they were going to release Diablo on on like a as a phone game. And they're like, "Don't you have a phone in your pocket?" Just and everyone's invent like, "Invent your own streaming service." That's uh, yes. That's if you a, don't yes. like watching ads or paying yeah. for a streaming service, invent <laughs> your own. I love that one. <laughs> that's that's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. it says, uh, but uh, okay, so it says. They, they they list through like what the various issues are and the main the main thing would be advertising right so like everyone knows that once stuff like this happens and you start belt tightening you've got a family and and uh, mm -hmm. as this stuff happens you have to start cutting out expenses yeah. we feed one kid and not the other yeah yeah, yeah. Easy. simple 
Very simple. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, you if you're watching, I'm kidding. He, he's Dave Ramsey is like, this guy's a genius. <laughs> 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 so those are some of my favorite uh, memes on TikTok and Instagram. Or the, Dude, it's just like, stop it's like, buying your five-year-old a caramel macchiato yeah, daily. It's, <laughs> it's like a guy's like, I'll have a $6 caramel macchiato. And then he moves <laughs> and like in the doorway, there's like a sliver of David Ramsey like Take staring at him. Like the it clown. Um, yes, yeah. it's exactly what it is. Like David Ramsey. All they're saying that they're going to place a huge f- emphasis on um, ad-based platforms instead of subscription based and we've talked about that like which uh, you have no tolerance for Brett. no but i think most people aren't as uh brett prefers the subscription based i would rather pay yeah for it than have to deal with their ads i deal i, I agree but with there's you. a ceiling to how much you're gonna pay right there is a no ceiling to how much i hate advertising that, that you're is- so averse to advertising you would pay 30 dollars a month for netflix Instead of have it. Okay, no, I wouldn't. I probably. There's a ceiling for everyone. Everyone has a limit. It depends on what they're putting out. Uh, like, like they're putting out crap. I have right now. You're you're right too because okay, like for for the people who don't know, we've been reviewing Obi Wan Kenobi on this channel, and it's it's slowly driving me nuts, which makes no sense because I don't really care about Star Wars, (laughs) but it's just so (laughs) poorly made that I'm actually offended for the people that love Star Wars that it's so bad, and every time Mm. I put it on. I, I mutter under my breath. I'm like, Disney for six fucking dollars a month for this freaking stupid. Like, you know, like I'm right. mad yeah. that I'm paying them any amount of money uh, because of, uh, but I also don't sail the high seas anymore. So I can't, uh, I have to do something about it. I, I, I guess you could uh, look for it somewhere else, but I'm not right. going to be able to find it. They've so made it's it like, much harder to find, to do those yeah, things. Not like, that I know anything about it. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't understand why they think there will be no consequences whatsoever to every piece of entertainment they make being mediocre, like yep. aggressively mediocre. Mm-hmm. So it They're says, uh, so now. far, other, me- uh, other media and entertainment companies are likely waiting to see what develops before making any moves. Uh, hiring freezes can be the first sign of a recession and slowdowns have been reported at snap oh yeah i I have this other article here Hmm. netflix fires 150 employees in efforts of cost cutting how many employees do they have uh several uh, like i think uh or something like that um uh, or more more i guess 150 is a sizable somebody maybe somebody in the comments thank you maybe somebody in the comments knows um 11,300 as of december 31st is that what it says so they they eliminated a bunch of people from like uh like other departments like that were like uh, not really connected to their yeah. media. It was like uh, everyone who worked on cuties is now gone. No, I, they probably got a raise because it's Netflix <laughs> and that's the problem with it. Right. Is, uh, that's uh, the problem. With Netflix. I laugh because it's so sad. So uh, we're already seeing this. Uh, you look at David Zaslav, who's over at uh, Discovery, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. He's slashing projects left and right. He's cutting things left and right. He's taking out his own people and bringing his own people in because of the merger. And there was also I was watching a video to today that said that they like there's people saying that they believe that he's being brought in to make the company more attractive to be sold off again and they just got sold from AT&T to Discovery Plus uh, and now they're going to flip it yeah now they're saying that he's being brought in as like a hatchet man to to make it attractive they've been saying that about WWE lately Hmm. too that they've been firing people for so uh, Hmm. like so uh, readily over the last year or so that they're making it lean so that it can be sold probably to Disney uh, as as with everything so it says, it says uh, so even though uh, it says, he says, 
but given the strong jobs numbers, Begley notes that he would not be concerned until more widespread layoffs occur. I think that's a very us- uh, unusual to think that we could sustain long-term home values and sustain strong employment and see a recession, he adds. So a lot of people are sort of teetering on making decisions. Well, doesn't, um, I'm not obviously an economist, but doesn't a lot of like just the uncertainty lead to a lot of the economic instability because like nobody wants to sell or nobody wants to do anything because they don't know if the if the market's going to crash out stuff yeah, like that yeah. uh, it says media companies uh however that student sh- shouldn't stop media companies executives from planning for the hypothetical hurricane even if it only means being a, a minor thunderstorm inflationary pressures alone are enough to force a rethinking of offerings in times of abundance there's less scrutiny when it comes to individual performance or different types of media that, that stood th- out to me a lot yes because they're We're, seeing that happen mm-hmm. in real time. They're like, we can make your woke stuff when the economy's good, but as soon as uh, the economy starts teetering, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, and they're just going to have to make... It'll probably still be garbage, but it'll be slightly less garbage than uh, than the, the kind of vanity projects that we get now, uh, which is why... That's the number one reason I hate Netflix is because it's the overabundance of stuff that I'm like... I, I get it. Like you want to make stuff for everybody, but I'm just like, there can't actually be people watching some of this stuff. Yeah. Right. I just had to get my uh, wife's aunt's Netflix password so I could watch uh, Norm Macdonald's stand-up Last, special. Yeah. Yep. And it's like the anti-Netflix because it's just him yep. dying in his living room very in a camera. <laughs> it's very sad. Really? It's a stand-up that he like filmed before he went in for a uh, surgery. And he didn't die right after that, but he figured he'd be happening soon as he knew he was sick. Hmm. And it's like, it's very strange. And you were right. Uh, they are going to be teetering more or moving more into like Pluto and uh, Freevee and all of these free mm-hmm. uh, platforms that allow you to stream with yeah. ads. I get it. Like there's like, a, I also speak like now because like we're in a place now where I'm working. I've got steady work. I'm not struggling in that way. Like, but there was plenty of times where I wouldn't have been able to afford uh, nine. Absolutely. Like even now that's excessive. Like I, I try to just stick to like the the ones I use the most frequently, but then yeah. like they make it like impossible for you to actually cancel your subscription. It's like really, really difficult. I mean, and right. we have other things happening too, like what they're doing at the Daily Wire with their movies, like they're yep. growing stuff and they have like a children's thing going on. So I, this fracturing could be a good thing. In what, uh, in what way? Like if, if Hollywood fractures, we're going to see it like parallel take economies, over. right? Well, maybe not in parallel economies, just like, what is this? What is that? Uh, quote, um, Necessity is the mother of invention. Yes. Right. Okay. So, so because things are on the downturn, it forces you to be creative yes. about how you about how you. Produce. Right. And we're seeing, like, and that's why I reference Daily Wire because like they're trying to do something. You know, we're trying to do something. Like all these different places are gonna. I hope. I think pop up in response to this, and I I think it, it could be a very good thing. And even if it's like even if they're not going to get rid of streaming entirely and go to free stuff, what they're going to do is they're going to be like, look, I can't afford Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, there's, Disney now Plus. There's the mini subscriptions within you've got like Paramount Plus, Discovery Plus, yep. HBO Max, yep. etc. So what they're going to do is they're going to say, look, you can uh, the 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 husband's like, I want to watch all this stuff, and the wife's like, look, we don't have the money for that. You can pick. One or two, mm-hmm. and you have to keep. Uh, I'm saying that because Hannah Claire would be the one to tell me that the the women don't care about streaming services and the <laughs> men do. Uh, they'll be like, look, we can afford one or two the, uh, at the at a time. Pick the best ones. So it's going to force. Right. It should theoretically force companies to be like, mm-hmm. look, we want to be one of those two that the average household picks. Right. Mm-hmm. To do that, they have to put their best foot forward and not make the Halo television series that literally everybody hates. <laughs> to not make cuties, uh, which yeah. literally everybody hates. Yeah. Uh, it, you'd like to think you'd like 
fair point. It's a but, sick, okay, sick world. Okay, to not make uh, uh, all of the, what was the, the bubble that everyone hated but me. Look, I'm not going <laughs> to. Okay, I didn't hate it. It just wasn't a masterpiece <laughs> just, like you maybe thought it was. I, I, okay, I, that's hyperbolic. Okay, I, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm kidding. Okay, uh, but, but I'm saying that they have, to, they have to X out some of the vanity projects and focus on stuff that's actually going to bring in audiences, which means bringing in better actors or mm-hmm. at least actors with bigger names. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to throw the money at them to, like I said, they've got the Gray Man coming out with Chris Evans and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, I believe, mm-hmm. or it's a, who's the other... Uh, it's either Jake Gyllenhaal or Ryan Gosling, one of the two. Okay. But it looks really, really good, and it was yeah. made by the Russo brothers, who okay. did Captain America: Civil War. Okay. So there's pedigree there. Uh, put the money behind them in that project, yeah. and maybe get rid of the the weird stuff that nobody's watching. Uh, at least two of the weird to things your, that nobody's watching. To your point, though, I agree, but I also want to see more risk taking. I know they're afraid to, but like I think I think people they don't take risks even when the economy is abundant. I think we need that's something that has to change. I think these places need to take the risk. I guess that's not that's not necessarily, uh, that's not necessarily true. Okay, so what I what I said about this is a bunch of stuff that nobody watches. I guess you could call that risk taking because it's not <laughs> high demographic. True. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so uh, okay. How about this? More informed, more um, uh, financially conscious risk taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you're like, look, maybe this uh, this isn't super niche. Right. Uh, but we'll get good actors and put good actors behind a niche story uh, and actually throw some money behind it. I mean, they tried to do that in a weird way with uh, with Netflix with some stuff in the past. One funny thing is they tried to do blockbusters, but because of the business model being uh, home and not movie theaters, uh, like they had that really awful Michael Bay. Mo- yes, there is a Michael Bay movie that I don't like. Uh, called Did the siren si- just wow. go off? Called six, called six Underground with Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Uh, like, so it's it's not like they don't, they, they weren't trying to formulate different methods uh, or, or different approaches. Right. And there was also an art, in fact, I might even still have it up here, where Netflix is saying that they might do studio uh, theater releases for, uh, for a period of time. Huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's this one. It says, uh, they, they talk about this where it says, I represent the movie theater owners, but Netflix, this is a guy from a, a CinemaCon, uh, on behalf of the National Association of Theater Owners, NATO. <laughs> no. <laughs> What? No. How's that not NATO. intentional? Uh, so, so the, so the, the, the president of NATO, John Fivian, uh, gave his address, uh, gave his industry address. So this is a NATO address you're about to hear. Uh, I represent the movie theater owners, but Netflix, we love those guys. They don't love those guys. Uh, that's embellishment on my part. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it says Netflix CEO Ted Serandos. Uh, I, I can never. It's Serandos, I think. Uh, knows movies and TV better than anyone else in in Hollywood. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go that far <laughs> either. Uh, our doors are always open to give broader play to Netflix movies. We love to play more of their films. So there's a like there's a thing like now where Top Gun is getting like a 120 day theater only release, right? Uh, and most other movies are getting like a 45 day window. Then they go to whichever studio crapped it out uh, and put it in the theaters. Yeah. So maybe Netflix should do a 30, a 30 day. So if they took the gray man, which is the movie I was just talking about, mm-hmm. take the gray man starring uh, uh, Chris Evans. He's got name value. The Russos have name value. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it's Gosling or Hall, but it's one of those two. One Either one of them has name value. Yeah. Put that as an exclusive for uh, 30 to 45 days in the theaters and actually build it up and give it a chance there. You know, I, I mean, I, I would also be into like them, like Netflix or some other streaming platform releasing like their miniseries once a week in a theater. Yeah, a lot of people keep talking. That'd oh, okay. In a theater. Yeah, like but, I go every Friday, you know, we go on a date night and we go see... 
something would in charge theater. less, I guess. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It that would be a place, risky. Honestly. That would be a risky. Because like, there's that there's that chain of movie theaters called is it the Alamo or something where you the can Alamo sit Draft down, House. You can get a drink. You can eat. Like, it could be something. Like, I would appreciate that. And you have something to do for like it's like a eight weeks or whatever for a miniseries. Yeah, but the problem is those are, those episodes are only fifty minutes long. It's true. a lot harder to get somebody to go to a movie theater That's for true. fifty million. That's true. Maybe two episodes. Well, then maybe you can tailor the art to the setting. You know, but. That's a whole other thing. That's that's so. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like it. Yeah. That'd, that'd be good. So uh, they, they VR. Yeah. Somebody, no, somebody I'm anti VR. We mentioned that the other day. Really, you're anti. Anti VR. Somebody Why? left a. I hate the metaverse. I hate virtual reality. It doesn't have to be the metaverse. Well, what any, if it's just a movie experienced in VR? I don't trust it. It's gonna suck your brain out. <laughs> Same. Through your nose. I don't trust it either. That's how the bots creep in, right? Through the <laughs> the nanobots. Yeah, are I'm in not my a ears. fan either. Yeah. But I'm just I'm not a fan of gimmick movies stuff no. i barely i barely like imax like i kind of like IMAX. I like it's but like, you like don't I want that. to get like s- like enveloped <laughs> in emotion you don't want to get you know the movie should <laughs> the movie should do shaken that anyways. around and like yeah. sprayed with mist no i don't want to be sprayed, <laughs> sprayed with, with mist. mist definitely not that but what's the one where your sh- where your seat like yeah the, the what is that 4dx or whatever yeah or like whatever it is it's you like, don't like that? i don't want it to Surround be a carnival sound? ride when right. I, when you're I'm smelling there. like the Why rotting though? bodies in the civil war battlefield i don't want that i don't i don't want that i don't, I don't want, want that it has that. to be yeah. hyper realistic yeah, yeah. definitely don't need that they can do sense uh, nope. i don't want that no nope. i did flesh. i went to uh, i took my kids to an aquarium once and they had a theater like that to show you and like all of a sudden they start spritzing you i'm like no no i'm done no one said that this is recycled from the the sea turtles outside like get get me out of here just make a good movie so i don't have to be spritzed by sea (laughs) turtles exactly look at me there's uh there's a super chat in there i believe yes waffle sensei said just remember kids no matter how bad the media says the economy is going to be it's always (laughs) going to be worse Uh, never better it's it's the meme about the it's the clown getting slowly dressed into his clown outfit Mm. that's that's what's going on right now uh in that sentence so uh, if you guys are ready, we'll just go on and we'll do Podluck. Let's do uh, it. So we're going to move on here and we are going to talk about this first one. Uh, Hannah Claire sent this one over to me today. So thank you, Hannah Claire. Uh, it says uh, Grammy, ra- uh, Grammy Awards adds Songwriter of the Year, Video Game Score, Song for Social Change. Oh. <sighs> and other categories. And there's another one. It's like Best Americana Performance. So no idea what that means. Like I said, 50s malt shop and... Um, barbershop quartet. Barbershop quartet. Uh, uh, and women in, in uh, floor-length dresses. That would be awesome. That, yeah. uh, I don't know if that's actually what that means. should be called Trad... <laughs> is it just This Is America? <laughs> trad Award. <laughs> trad Award. <laughs> so uh, they, basically they're adding new car- ca- uh, categories. At least it is kind of diverse because like uh, I would imagine the, like maybe it's just because I hate Hollywood, but I would imagine that they would be anti anything Americana. Thank you. Well, that that's the thing. I feel like it's going to be anything. Thank you. Anything that uh, has that quality of like pointing out the ugly. Yep. The, the, yeah. The, oh yeah. Like, I didn't think about that. Like, Americana with a dark twist. Ooh, that's so original. Mm-hmm. I thought Thank of it. You. Yeah. Like even yeah. me. Like like my even my cynical brain was like, oh, they mean like good Americana. Like no, it's going to be no. like uh, like in malt shops and. Uh, and uh, and uh, Greece, but it won't be. It'll just be like this is why the country's been evil yeah. since mm-hmm. day one. Yeah, uh, it says a track and single category that recognizes artistic excellence in an American performance by a solo artist. So I don't know what those songs would be like. It would it would have to be like uh, yeah, chemtrails like, over the country club. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> hey, I like that. But okay, Del Rey. Yeah, I like so that. best score for a video game and other interactive media that fits in line with like updating your, you know. 
your setting, like yeah. making stuff. Video games are, uh, people underestimate what a huge part of culture video games are now. As somebody who only collects and plays vintage video games, like we, we miss out on a lot here because we don't really, like we cover them with Dane mm-hmm. uh, and I cover them when they, like I will cover them when they get turned into movies and stuff like that, especially if it's ones that are from my childhood that I'm referenced, that I understand the source material. Right. But modern video games are such a huge part but that's, of young adult culture. That's video game culture. That's not, um, music culture, but so it does what, feel like they're kind of reaching beyond their bounds. What music has come out of video games? Like, are, are we talking scores? I know people okay. really love uh, the Halo soundtrack. Yep. I, but I still feel like that it falls under the umbrella of like video game. This just sounds culture. like more of give everybody an award to me. <laughs> right, it's just they'll come up with any excuse Whatever. to applaud themselves <laughs> yeah. and, and give themselves a little plastic. <laughs> and the last one is the perfect example of that. It says best song for social change. Mm. Like I said, every day when we're reading these articles and I think of and I see how many celebrities refer to themselves as activists, I want to run and just jump out a window and like break a leg <laughs> so that I can so that it will distract me from the pain I feel from having to listen to these self-indulgent douches yeah. uh, talk about themselves as if they're the greatest thing to happen to the world this as they do literally, as they hang out with Ezra Miller and they're wow. like I am here for social right. change hi uh, Ezra is that your daughter no it's my friend from London yeah like uh, <laughs> no no submissions, no submissions must contain lyrical content that addresses a timely social issue and promotes understanding peace building and empathy right. well why don't you just come to the award show with like some poster board and you like print out some some photos from Google images and it's like a free like fold poster board yeah. you like present it like the a school project <laughs> there there was an article today today maybe maybe it was planned of where billy eilish released a new song uh that invokes the johnny depp amber heard trial in the context no of like people are obsessed with johnny depp and amber heard but they're overturning roe v wade uh and i just look oh. the face you just made was just i just go i go pain Can't escape it it's yeah. just pain, yeah. nothing else. Yeah, and the people presenting this next award for understanding, peace building, and empathy are two cannibals. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Welcome. Ar- Army stage. Hammer, Ezra Miller <laughs> yeah. uh, would like to come here, and, and, yeah. and Marilyn Manson yeah. and, would like to yeah. come here and tell you about how to make social change. And our audience of pedophiles and rapists. Oh, sorry. Oh, our word. Our word. Our word. What's it, what, what's in the name? Uh, our, uh, ape. Ape. Uh, I had some grapes <laughs> earlier. Um, yes. Sorry, I can't help it. Yes. I'm sending that timestamp. Yes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. Thank you. All right. So uh, is there any artist that you can see actually making a good song about social change in current year, or would it have to be somebody in past years? You think they'll give it to Tom McDonald? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't think. Harry Styles. Okay. Yeah, it'll be Harry Styles. Can it be Harry Styles singing I, about how he's not allowed to paint his nails? Even I'm fine with, uh, like, I, I, I like most of Tom McDonald's music, but I still think he leans into like a, a demographic, a market demographic. Oh, yeah. I'm, I hope I'm not stepping on any toes or offending anyone here, but I think like, I appreciate he, what he does. Yes. But it, it's just funny. Cause like, you know, he is kind of doing that too. He's, opening up a, another lane that's yeah. on the opposite side of these yeah. people, but they won't recognize and that. And he's built a very strong business model out of it. And I have uh, the most respect I have for him is just the amount of work he does. Yeah. Like he, oh, like he it. builds all his sets for his music videos himself. Yep. I think his girlfriend uh, films and, it all. And does all the filming and then, and she does the editing and he does the right song. It's an incredibly it large amount of work and that goes amazing. into that. So no, they'll okay. probably give it to Billie Eilish. They will. Yes, because she'll, it'll be her. It'll, it'll, she'll Someone have a, said the Ezra Miller children's chair. Charity fund. 
Oh, oh no. Uh, it'll be it'll be a Billie Eilish award presented by Greta Thunberg. That's what Perfect. It, that's ludicrous what for area codes. <laughs> 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 I can get down with that one. <laughs> I can get down. Um, well, I, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to NWA for F the Police. Right, but it's not um, current. Well, no, it's they not. could they could redo it. They'll they, redo it. They'll update so, it. Somebody, somebody now could make a modern version. Yeah, uh, it's very ev- deep and evocative. That was NWA, right? Or is that just Easy E? I don't. No, it was NWA. Okay, all right. So we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about this ridiculous headline. I don't know if you've got this one on this one. Uh, <clears throat> Amber Heard supporting professor claims Pirates of the Caribbean is racist. Oh my goodness! Because because it's 2022, and nothing freaking matters anymore, my friends. Uh, it says um, Johnny Derp. It's she she called him Johnny, Johnny Derp. Derp. Yes, that's very clever. Is that a typo? I mean, R is. She is a sociologist, of course. Not of course, close to the P. Uh, Michelle Adauber, also a sociologist, wrote early Sunday, uh, Saturday on Twitter that Captain Jack Sparrow and Pirates of the Caribbean whitewashed and erased slaves and slavery from the 18th century Caribbean, where it practice where it was practiced was most the pr- was probably the most cruel in the world. Uh, the, uh, the How dare you not show something heinous and cruel in a children's movie? <laughs> What? This adds up for their whole MO, though. The mental illness is right. re. Actually, I, I take that back. It's not mental illness. It's pointed and on purpose uh, and destructive. Uh, and pirates the- were often far from the freedom fighters the film portrayed, but were slaveholders themselves. <sighs> we need and to have start this a petition. This is so childish and immature. In case you need another reason to hate Johnny Derp, the Pirates franchise is deeply racially problematic. Even the fictional character Derp's fans love and think is a real depiction of Derp himself is almost certainly a racist sociopath. The uh, the, the the okay when you th- this oh, is kind of like, like when Hannah Claire sent me that article from Vox about when you start seeing the buzzwords pop up really fast in succession, mm-hmm. you know that the fix is in and it's going yeah. to be the funniest thing you've read. You're in, in a minefield. So I when problematic oh, she got ratioed hard when, when problematic shows up in the first paragraph just run mm-hmm. just just I see run two thousand five hundred and eighteen quote tweets oh Perfect. man so Perfect. it says uh, Dauber added okay let's it says uh, according uh, accordingly what does it say the professor uh, the professor author of a what does it say a highly original historical and sociological studies focusing on the history of social provision in the U S and well in the U S welfare state included in her original tweet a study snippet which quotes english naval historian david cordingly one of my biggest problems with all this is like people are like uh i was watching this i I saw a really funny thing the other day about like um saying that people about making fun of women who brag about getting like their bachelors of science in nursing um and then like uh which is stupid obviously you, you should be very proud of 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 your accomplishment but a lot of like the responses from the nurses were like put myself in debt to do it i'm gonna brag and I'm like, so this lady is likely in extreme debt mm-hmm. because she wants to talk about highly original historical and sociological studies focusing on the history of social provision and the U.S. welfare state. A page turner, if ever there was can, one. Can I address the people out there real yes, quick? Yes, you can. Sure. Do not send your kids to college. Trade I school. was a professor for almost 10 years. These places are horrific. I li- I taught in rooms next to professors who talked like this. They want you to hate yourself and everything that you love. Um, 
do not i think we need to dismantle colleges i think this is exactly like it seems like a meme it seems like these people don't exist but i saw them here's another quote hollywood fi most hollywood films are far too white dauber said but the omission is particularly glaring in a film that is literally about the time and place in the dark heart of the atlantic slave trade yet all the main characters are white although pirates are portrayed as anti-capitalist crusaders <laughs> We got to change the name of the Buccaneers now because I just can't take it. That team's got to go. Or the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates. Anything with a pirate, I. You should I be the Pittsburgh Gaps. <laughs> <laughs> the Pittsburgh Sparrows. That's what they should be. Uh, there be are more ghosts and squid people than slaves, freed or otherwise, in the series, including the installment that Derp claims he rewrote. The fact is that for this day and age, even for Hollywood, this is an unreasonably white film given its context. I hate. I hate the world. Sometimes it's just the like derp v herp. <laughs> derp that's v herp. I'm sorry, that's I just had to say that. Derp v herpes. Um, <laughs> right, right. Um, Dawn of injustice. I, I don't even know anymore. I just think like <laughs> this type of stuff and this kind of like pseudo academia crap yep. that's like a mind virus. You can go in everybody's past and every lineage and find horrors. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just pick one over the other. Like literally in every facet of human civilization this is ha this has been happening mm -hmm. so then if you're going to go down this route these people are going to devour and dismantle everything else because they're offended by the ills of the past and there have been ills of the past but we can't apply them to today isn't it weird how uh the concept this is getting not off topic but it's to what you're saying how the concept of being progressive and moving forward is always focused on going backwards progressive is regression it, it is very strange. at a certain point I, it's progression at all costs i don't know how to articulate this exactly but i i'm gonna try we do and we fail just, regardless yes. <laughs> Children's entertainment is in a weird situation right now where at once there are people like this demanding that it's more historically accurate to the heinous crimes of the past. Children need to learn about these things and know how the world really was. But then, on the other hand, children aren't allowed to be exposed to anything possibly offensive. So pick a side. And then, like, I was just watching Nightmare Before Christmas and I was like looking at how horrifying those visuals actually are and like if I had watched that as a child I, I would have been freaking terrified. Oh that's why my kid has night terrors. And like <laughs> children, I just you guys. if you go back and read like the children's fables that uh, are the source material for a lot of Disney movies they're actually quite horrifying so yeah. that type of thing archetypal evil is not allowed in children's stories anymore nope. they only want something like extremely graphic and their well, opinion like historically really accurate i think the difference is those fables from days of old were based off of what we all kind of all could agree on some type of objective evil. And today's is taking a very pointed type of evil mm. against the people they don't like or they perceive as their political enemies or whatever and trying to flipping it on well, them. Well, stories that had a moral versus yeah. stories that don't really have a moral that the ultimate message is just like the world is bad. Right. And you just should nihilism. feel bad because the yeah. world is bad. Yeah. And like you don't have anything to offer that could make it any better. Yeah. And that's, that is where we're at. Everything's nihilist. Everything's yeah. self-destructive. 
everything. I guess we're just kids taking stuff. this for like way too deep compared to like what it actually is. Which no, is just no, some, they're taking some academic spouting off for attention, which is ridiculous. But it's not. But I, what I was trying to say earlier is like it's just not rare. It's it's yeah. one person and they found an article. They got ratioed because people know right. it's ridiculous. But it's also not rare because it's happening a lot, and it, unfortunately, it's happening in the breeding grounds of college. Yep. All right, let's move on to something slightly more fun for the last two. Boo, let's keep it dark. No, okay. (laughs) Um, OnlyFans models try to run Dairy Farm in new reality series. I finally found my show. Thank you. I have finally found. Is this the simple life? This I was going to say that. This Damn. is the entertainment that we. <laughs> I took your point. Damn. This, this is the entertainment we deserve. Only. Unbelievable. This is just like. OnlyFans models. Simple life, but like bad. But are they doing it naked? Is that like what is what is happening? They have been there? tasked with running a dairy farm in a new reality series where you're obviously going to, uh, which you're obviously going to watch. They know me so well at Lad Bible. Uh, forget Love Island, folks. This year is the year of model farmers, which sees six OnlyFans creators swap their glam life for farm life as they try to hand out hand at, try their hand at running a dairy farm in Jersey. Well, that was like maybe they're probably going to be like, I can't believe I have to be in. New they should have called it Only Farmers. They're Only crazy. Farms. They're crazy. <laughs> what are they thinking? I've seen so many stupid articles. They're like, let's talk about the underrepresentation of sex workers in agriculture. Yes. (laughs) And you know what? Now they're getting representation. Finally. That's what we all need to see. Is that a real thing? Uh, I can't tell if you're serious or not. I'm serious, but I don't know if I'll be able to find it for you. And I don't know if I should because you're already close to your breaking point. The the, the underrepresentation (laughs) of... Say that again? (laughs) Sex workers in agriculture. <laughs> Wait, so that was a course I actually Wait, took in college. So, so is the concept that sex workers have like a, a like moonlight in agri in like I, agricultural fields? Yeah. I did not click on the article because I choose sanity. <clears throat> okay, all right. So it says this eight part series is hosted and ju- and judged by Becky, whose last name I cannot pronounce. Uh, uh, Jose, uh, I don't know. Who's that's how Something I like it. that. <laughs> uh, what would Hannah Claire say? She's like, just say it, however, with confidence, and then if you're <laughs> wrong, you're wrong. Uh, who, mu- uh, who must be one of the only people in the world who is a fourth-generation dairy farmer and an OnlyFans content hold, creator. Hold She's she, a is u- she is a uniquely qualified wow. to do this Wait, show. Is she a fourth-generation OnlyFans content creator, too? <laughs> <laughs> that sentence is a little unclear. Uh, no, it says uh, and a. Uh, it would say and OnlyFans creator, not right. and a OnlyFans. They're, they're selling more than one type of egg. <laughs> but but, 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 but. <laughs> under her watchful eye, contestants will muck in the daily chores such as milking cows and shoveling s word. Mm-hmm. With the winners taking home the coveted crown of model farmers. All of that's just euphemism. Very proud. Very yeah. proud. I'm sure their fathers are all very proud. Uh, uh, <laughs> they're probably happier to be on here. Proud. Oh, it says, which is in uh, They mention your quote here. It says, a synopsis of the show, which inexplicably isn't called Only Farms, reads, the series is a fish-out-of-water competition between two... Now they need to have a thing where a bunch of farmers try their hands at OnlyFans. (sighs) You really want to destroy this world, don't you, Brett? Uh, I'm just... You want to see the world burn. (laughs) 
I'm just trying to. I'm just giving them free ideas <laughs> um, uh, as to what they could do. And here's some Mennonites it's stripping. Okay, you can sue them later. Uh, uh, there should be one of a bunch of uh, of like more uh, of like Mormons on Roomspringa. Yeah. Hose with hose. The, the yes. Amish. Yeah, they're going out there. The, I'm sorry, Mr. Yeah, Mormons. The, the Amish. The Mormons uh, would on, never do. No, that. but but if we, a show of like of <laughs> the Amish on their Roomspringa, learning what OnlyFans is, and then coming home to farm. How has that not already been a show? There was the what is it like the Amish Mafia was a show. I don't know. I never there, saw. There oh, was a man. show called the Amish Mafia. Now that I'm into. Um, so, uh, I I think we should have. I should if Dane is going to make me watch Survivor, he has to watch this. <laughs> he was going to make me watch Survivor and then make you watch me eat a sandwich. That's <laughs> what? It's very convoluted. That's very convoluted. I have no. I I don't know what kind of. I don't know what they're getting into. He laid out this whole plan. That yes, because Dane's got like a, a diagram. So He's desperate <laughs> to get people to watch Survivor. Wait, like the like the reality show. In a very show? specific is episode of it. Is it still on? Mm-hmm. Or is this like he wants you to watch a reruns? Uh, an older yeah. It's still on, but he wants us to watch a reruns. Dane. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get into one more thing here, ladies and gentlemen. We have uh, the economy is not just hitting. Uh, it's not just hitting you and me who can't afford electric cars, or you who is a, a generous viewer watching us and giving us your time. It is also hitting uh, the rich celebrities of the world, as uh, evidenced here, where it says Snoop Dogg raised his blunt rollers five figure salary due to inflation. So if you don't know, Snoop Dogg has an employee whose only job it is is to roll him blunts every day. I and honestly guy makes thought like, that was a meme at first. And the oh, guy makes every rapper like, should and, have one. And the guy makes fifty k a year. Dude, so how good can you possibly be at it? Well, have you ever had a good, a nicely rolled blunt? No, <laughs> well, but you don't know. <laughs> you don't want the air to get through and all that stuff. You get nice and tightly packed. Says uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg employs a full time blunt roller who makes between forty and fifty k a year. Tweeted Uberfax, which describes itself in its Twitter bio as the provider of the most unimportant things you'll ever need to know. You'll never need to know. That's uh, uh, that's the the beauty of doing this show is like all my knowledge about stuff that literally has no bearing on my life becomes somewhat relevant again. Yeah. Um, otherwise, all the stuff I know <laughs> like literally serves no purpose. The rapper responds to Uberfax on Tuesday tweeting inflation their salary went up <laughs> the revelation Beautiful. of Snoop Dogg's blunt roller getting a pay increase due to inflation arrives amid the rapper and Joe Biden supporter Cardi B taking to Twitter on Sunday to ask when they were going to announce uh, that the U.S. is going into a recession uh-oh they're holding his feet to the fire there, here is there supposed to be a an official announcement. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah like one day. Like, like we don't already know. Like, like <laughs> we it, know. It just says like, uh, um, like a certified government account, uh, and then right. just says we are now officially in a recession. <laughs> We're so closed you, for business. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, inflation is far outpacing any wage increases most workers have experienced. So hopefully, that guy better be making six. Like he better be making like. 100k a year now to roll Snoop Dogg. Given how right. much of his identity is wrapped around, uh, get it wrapped. Get, get it wasn't. I didn't actually mean that. Rolled but, around. Uh, has, has, has tightly rolled around. Uh, his right. uh, fact his <laughs> mar- marijuana. Uh, I, I think that it's fair to say that he needs the best blunt roller he can find, and to do that, he had to get uh, a guy that's going to cost only him the best. Only the best. I wonder how many he rolls. It's like having a cigar roller. Yeah. Like you yeah. ever? I, I'm, not, I'm not a cigar smoker, but I've been to weddings where they hire one. And oh. like it smells nice, but I just don't care for it. Yep. But it's it's nice. Yep. Wonder how many goes through a day. It's uh that would be a very like then you can figure Not out as much as he used to. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> you figure out which one, down. which each one costs when he rolls it because it's like. Oh yeah. That'd yeah. Be great. Do that math. That'd be great to figure Does out the math. Does he get paid on that. per 
per blood. Oh, he'd, well, he'd make him an advance then and like just Right, but then he's going to be like pressuring Snoop Dogg to smoke more. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. When good. he was a freelance blunt roller, he was getting paid by the blunt. Yes. Right, but now right. he's on salary. Well, doesn't yeah. matter. He made it. At yeah. least he's from California and California has that limit on how many freelance workers you can hire. That is so <laughs> true. It's such a crazy law. Yeah, so so like maybe Snoop Dogg had to hire him. Like he, the, the law actually worked this time. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, wow. that's good. On, that's yeah, good. On so the real question is, does Willie Nelson have his own blunt roller? Or does mm. Willie Nelson do it himself? I would say he does it himself. I don't know, though. But that'd be interesting to know. Well, Willie Nelson's getting old, though. Maybe his hands are too... And all the guitar playing. Yeah. You know? He, if anything, he needs one. He That's, needs one. I'm gonna look up. Uh, Mary, there were some super chats there as she, as she tries to get the hair out of her eyes. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to cut my bangs again. <laughs> Waffle Sensei said, if you want a movie about slavery in the Caribbean, make one. But they can't and they don't. Because it's not about anything. It's about the virtue signal of contrarianism. They, uh, they, well, mm -hmm. that's because they, they, they love the idea of standing on the shoulders of giants and not actually creating anything themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't actually have a creative bone in their body, nor do they have the work ethic to actually produce a movie historically accurate. They have the exactly enough effort they need to complain about something that somebody else made. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the sadness of it, too, because to me, uh, the art form of filmmaking, whether whatever you think of like something like the Pirates of the Caribbean, which is a very, like, you know, it's a kids movie for, for the I most enjoy part. It. But it's but it's it's cre it created something beautiful that means a lot to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. He Johnny Depp still goes to to children's hospitals, yeah. dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow yep. to bring delight to children everywhere, yeah. and that takes the ability to create. These people imagine do not those, have the ability to create. Imagine if one of those sick kids sees him now and they're like, "I'm actually a herd head." <laughs> Don't come in my room. I take credit for herd head, by yeah, the way. I stole that from Mary. Yes. <laughs> All right. There's one more. Waffle Sensei said, I want to hear more about the underrepresentation of hoes with hoes. That, that will be the follow-up show. I will, I will absolutely watch that. I will absolutely watch that. So. Yes. Uh, guys, thank you so much uh, for uh, working pleasure. today. Uh, let everyone know where they can find you and give them a, if you have a quick update on the book. Uh, yeah, you can find me. I'm at Shane Cashman everywhere. We are going to start releasing episodes at the end of this month, and the book is going to be out next month. So Perfect. Look out for it. All right. Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and WeChat at CloserKitty, and whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there, most yep. recently about Ezra Miller's scandal. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic for the show. Again, we are here Monday through Friday on YouTube. Pop Culture Crisis. Uh, let's see what else. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. And we are also on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora. If you would prefer to listen rather than watch, we are on social media. We are on Twitter at Pop Culture underscore show. We are on Twitter and Facebook at Pop or no what is it? TikTok and Facebook at pop culture crisis. And we are on Instagram at pop culture crisis pod. We will be back with another episode with Ian Crossland tomorrow. We'll see you then guys. Bye. Bye. Later.